welcome to Inside and Out with Lisa and Dee. This is episode two and today we're going to talk about something that we get asked about all the time and that is a subject close to everybody's hearts and that is content creation for Instagram. So what you should post, how you should post, when you should post it, how to get the best out of your the, the, um, the posts that you're spending a long time creating. So we're going to talk about that today. Dee? Hi. Um, yeah, so we get, as Lisa said, we get asked this all the time. So our first tip is, um, which sounds really obvious, is to take a good photograph. Now, um, I take my photographs using an iPhone 7 Plus, and Lisa takes her photographs with her Olympus Pen 8. However, you don't need a really good camera, I think, to get started on Instagram. Um, the iPhone, or any phone camera for that matter, these days are really, really good. So um, you can do a really good job with your phone camera. So what I do is, the first thing I do is make sure that the lighting is really good. So the best time to take a photograph is in clear, bright daylight if you can get it. Um, this is completely true because a couple of years ago I had somebody come to my house to photograph my house. Um, and they said that the one really important thing when taking a photograph is that you need to have natural daylight. And if you don't, then you need um, lights which can can assist you. But taking photographs um, for Instagram with lights on is an absolute no-no. If you look at any of the big accounts or any of the um, sort of main interiors accounts, they will never regram photographs which have got lights on. It's all natural, very clear, um, unfiltered photographs. So that's a really important point. Um, it is really hard. Obviously, we live in the UK when where it's you know very dark and gloomy quite a lot of the time, and I live in the north. It is quite dark and gloomy, um, but uh, these lights. I mean, I, I, if you go to my highlights on my Instagram, there I'm going to go to the shopping section. There's lights that I bought for, from Amazon for fifty pound, which are daylight lights, which can aid your photograph. You can't put them in a pitch dark room, and they're going to make it look like it's the middle of the day. But they will aid the photograph. They will light up the corners, I which are looking really gloomy. Yeah, I found them really useful when it was um, in the winter when the daylight was short. So it kind of extended the day. Did you find that? So your, yeah, totally. So the, your the afternoon when it's getting dull about four o'clock, you could give yourself an extra hour or two to take photographs with those lights. It just extended the light. It's true because I think obviously if you were <coughs> if in an ideal world and no one had to go to work, then the ideal time to take a picture would be around one two o'clock in the afternoon. I reckon absolutely, but we're not yeah. many of us are in it. But we're not, <laughs> so, never there. Also, you haven't got everyone's it. on the school run. You kind of feel rushed into taking a photograph, don't you? In that yeah, in that, totally. in that hour of good of good light, so. Definitely invest in some daylight lights from Amazon, as Lisa says. They're quite good value. They're brilliant. And another good way of making your light, your photograph lighter is to brighten it artificially on the um, various apps available. Um, I use Snapseed at the moment. I find their brightening facility out of all the apps is the most natural one. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, I think that's really, really useful. That's really helped my photography quite a lot. So there's a few, lots of things you can do to help that, um, that the light that you're taking the photograph in but you absolutely must take a photograph in a good light and you wouldn't believe how many people post their photographs when we were doing my home vibe um people would post their photographs of their style rooms and they're always lovely brilliant styling but the photo was blurred or too dark or out of focus and we just couldn't Totally. Um, or it was taken from above as well that's another um re that's another thing that people don't, don't do when they're taking a photograph we found a lot when we were managing the hashtag is that you need to do a straight on photograph so you need to get yourself to the level where you're looking straight ahead at, the, at what you're trying to photograph if you're trying to photograph a sofa for example you want to be facing it um with it on your level if you take it from above or you take it from below it's not going to give you such a good photograph 
That's true. Would and you I, agree with that? I, that's true. And what I try and do is I always try and um, try different angles, and I find getting yeah. down on the floor and kneeling on the floor. <laughs> Is actually get, really gets so always. Get, if anybody actually walked in when we were taking photographs, they would think, "Oh, it's not, my actual God, what is going on?" But actually, I often find that getting on the floor, you get a much more interesting angle. I'm sure lots of photographers will tell you this. We're not photographers, by the way. We're just telling you what we've experimented with and tried and find successful. So um, that's our first tip: is take a good photograph. So tip number two. <coughs> it, sorry, D, <laughs> hold your coffin. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> Tip number two um, is write a good caption. Um, again, this sounds... We, we do lots of workshops and, and one of the main things that people say is, oh my God, I never know what to say. Um, do I sound stupid? Do people really want to know that I've done my washing today or that um, I'm going off to have a pizza for tea? Yes, they do. Right? The whole point of Instagram... <laughs> You want to know what I've had for dinner? Not really. really. Um, Well, because I think the main thing about Instagram is that it's a social media and the key word there is social. You don't have to pretend that you've got this amazing life where you're going off doing really exciting things every day. Um, I basically sit in my study all day and do virtually nothing apart from work. So I literally write about what I'm doing and it's not particularly exciting, but it's a social media. So it's encouraging interaction and a way to make your posts fly is to encourage interaction, to encourage engagement. And if you write a caption that is interesting, maybe with a question, um, I find actually Instagram is such a great place. I'm always asking. Me and Joe argue all the time about what we're going to watch on Netflix. And you've all been there when you sit there and go, throwing the remote control at each other going, we want to watch this, we want to watch this. No, I don't. It's shocking. So what I often do is ask Instagram. And then it comes back with a whole load of, um, you all come back with a whole load of suggestions. And it's like, oh my God, this is actually brilliant. So interaction is key. So write your caption. Don't worry that you've got to be absolutely enthrallingly exciting. Just talk about what you know, what, what you like and what you're interested in. Ask open questions. Um, and people want to see if they're following you. I say this to people all the time. If they're following you and taking the time to follow you, then they like you because they wouldn't be following you if they didn't like you. Absolutely. So, yeah. so they want to know about what you're doing. They're following you for that reason. I find when I'm at that stage of um, posting a photograph on Instagram where I've got to write the caption, and people can really overthink this. And I think a lot of people say, "Oh, I never know what to say." And I literally just blurt out what's it right at the front of my head, <laughs> which is not, not always... Let's not hope it's always clean, Dee. It's always clean, obviously, but it's not always relevant to the photograph. No, it's never. Mine are never relevant to the photograph. And I don't think that matters, really. I mean, sometimes I'm really interested in talking about what's in the photograph, because that's what is in my mind at the time. You know, I've, I try that sit and look in a room, and I want some feedback on what people think of that. So, yeah, they are relevant to the photograph. But other times, I'm just you know having a bit of a stream of consciousness about what I've done that day... Think about what would you say to your friend if they sat next to you on the sofa what would you say to them and it could be something really you know just just what would you say to your best friend next to you and that's often going to get you going on the right track with yeah your that's caption. a good idea yeah. actually don't think about it don't overthink it and um as we always say be authentic so you don't have to make anything up or try and sound it more interesting than you are just say what's in your head as if we were to do that we obviously have to attempt to find, try and be more interesting than we are because we're that's, not very well, interesting no, absolutely. <laughs> basically Lisa sits in her office all day she has no one to talk to so she's basically her captions yeah. are a cry for help they so. are a cry for help <laughs> totally so basically just be yourself um 
and it doesn't matter if they're short it doesn't matter if they're long just write what you're thinking about be engaging yeah we do get asked that how long should a caption be and I say as long as you feel like that day sometimes I say actually I can't go to sailing today and that's my caption yeah, and I, it's I'm true. Quite happy with that. Yeah, but that's fine though to do that. And actually, Completely. I get quite a lot of engagement going. Oh my god, I feel the same. Say, so I haven't got anything to say either. People relate to that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, great, everyone's happy then. It's all very. It's all kind of. It's just being relatable, isn't it? I think we've said this in our yeah, workshops. That not we're, not that we're trying to be relatable, but I think that is what people like. That's why they engage with you. I think so too. So point three. Are we ready for point three? Let's go, let's move on, Dee. Okay, you do sorry, I'm rushing on. No, no, you can. So hashtags, hashtags, hashtags. So. We always say in our Insta lives and in our um, in our workshops that you use up to thirty. So Instagram allows you to use thirty. Um, lots of people don't don't like using thirty because they think firstly it looks spammy, and it messes your um, caption up. It looks like you're desperate for followers and desperate for likes. But that's what Instagram's here for. That's what the hashtags are here for: is to make your post go to as many different feeds as possible. So you want to share your content far and wide. So if you've taken the time to take a really good photograph, which we've just talked about, and if you've taken the time to write a good caption, then what's the point in not using hashtag because it'll only go to your followers. So if you've put the effort in already, you might as well finish the effort by hashtagging it properly. So we always use um, as many hashtags as we can up to 30. Um, don't worry about looking desperate. Don't worry about looking spammy. What you're trying to do is to share it far and wide. Do you agree with that, Lisa? Totally. And the benefits of using 30... Uh, I mean, it's just so obvious. You use one hashtag, you'll appear in one feed. You use 30 hashtags, you'll appear in 30 feeds. So the whole point, you exactly as Dee said, you've spent time and effort um, and love, in some cases, I think, creating Aww. the perfect photograph to present. Emotional. I know, all emotional. Um, pr- to present to your audience. Um, so when you've done that, why why, why stilt it by not, um, create, not, not adding enough hashtags? Uh, and also, so if, and also another question that we get asked is, how do I work out what hashtags to use? So there's a couple of ways of doing this. Um, my favourite way of working out what hashtags to use, and what I did two years ago when nobody in the UK was really using hashtags, and the Americans were, and were amazing at it, is I went to the accounts that I followed. Um, who were accounts that I aspired to and I copied their hashtags. You were inspired by the hashtags, I think you want to say. Aspired. Oh, you aspired to their hashtags. I aspired to their yes. hashtags. No, so, aspired yeah. to their accounts. Absolutely, you aspired to their accounts. So, but you're not actually going in blatantly copying everything word for word, are you? No, no, I was, but I looked at what their hashtags were mm. and I used the hashtags that they were using. Yeah, absolutely. So I, yeah. I, I, I do the same thing. So I look at, I follow, you obviously follow quite a few accounts that I feel inspired by, so I'll often go and see what their, what their behaviour is hashtag wise and emulate that but if you're someone who is just starting out and you've got no idea what to hashtag yeah. then absolutely look at your favourite accounts yeah. and look at what hashtags they use yeah. and that's that's the best way to do it, it because yeah. it's very you know when you're first starting out and you don't know what to hashtag that's, that, that's definitely the thing to look at absolutely and don't be shy about using up to 30 you know you can't be shy on Instagram full no. stop can you no and again lots of people say oh it looks really it make, mm. looks really messy or it makes it look spammy um, first of all it's not spammy using 30 hashtags because that's what Instagram is set up to do it works on the basis of hashtags it's not spammy secondly um, people say it looks messy I don't really care I mean all I, all I know when I look at my feed is that I've done the best possible 
um, every, every single possible option that I've taken to try and get that picture out there has gone. So you, you have to stop thinking about worrying about what people think. Remember that they're following you, like I said before, because they like you. They're not going to look and go, oh, that looks really messy. They don't really care about that. Well, they're they looking do, at your if, content. If they do think that, that's their issue, not yours. Well, then they come and follow you. Exactly. So as long as you're being yourself and you're happy with your content. Totally. Don't, you know, I wouldn't worry about anything. About what, I wouldn't worry about looking spammy or anything as long as you're being yourself. Hmm. And there were... Um, there were things thrown out into the internet forum this week about using only five hashtags we've seen absolutely no proof of that anywhere um and cannot understand why that would even be so don't really know you know d and i are not experts we only go by what we have learned over the time that we've been on instagram and growing our accounts we cannot see any reason for not using 30 hashtags instagram has limited it to 30 hashtags so there's a reason that they've done that you know if they only wanted you to use five then they would limit it to five they would absolutely yeah. so but if there's any evidence out there to support that we will be on it love to like see a carb it on it and we will share it all far and wide as well totally also another thing that you can use um is that is an app we don't agree we don't um sorry promote any apps that connect to instagram um because they look like spam so this particular one called hish hash doesn't um, you can find it on the apps app store and it can set up your hashtags for you so that when you are putting a picture of your living room or your kitchen it will um, suggest tags that you've used before and then it will mix them up so you're not looking spammy by using the same tags in the same order all the time which is what you should avoid okay good and moving finally on to the final point number four post, post your picture right time. at the right time <laughs> she could have done that in unison then couldn't we I know, about I it. Know. We yeah. need practice, do So we do yeah. need practice. So, um, yes, posting at peak time. So Lisa and I have kind of been posting on Instagram for two years now. So we've tried every single time zone possible. Mm-hmm. And our deep and thorough research that we've done, <laughs> so you I. don't e. have just to. just basically posting all the time. <laughs> obsessively. But <laughs> we've done, so you don't have to, has been that if you post about seven, between seven and eight in the evening, that is the best time for engagement. So... Obviously, it makes perfect sense. Everyone's on their phone at that time, so they're ready to engage with you. Um, another good time to post is weekend mornings. Again, everyone's having their lions on their phones and they're ready to engage with you. So post when people are around. If you post at two in the afternoon or 10 in the morning, everyone's at work or doing their thing, people aren't on their phones at that time. So you can do all the best things that we've just said. Post a good photograph, hashtag it properly, caption it properly, and it will bomb because there's no one around to see it. And that's the total shame as well, because if you've done everything else and you've taken the time to create something that's amazing and then you throw it out there at 10.30 in the morning when everyone's working, it's pointless and it's it's just not worth your while. And it's a shame because something that you spend a long time creating won't be seen. So you need to maximise. The whole point is maximising what, what you're doing. So you want to maximise the chances of your photograph being seen. So either before 8.30 in the morning... 12 to 1 is during the lunchtime is, is an okay time to post also because the other you know like America wakes up at that time um, or 7 to 8 in the evening all of those times are absolutely spot on um, for engagement yes and if you have a business account you'll have stats on your insights which will show you when your when your own followers are engaged more so even though you shouldn't overthink it and try and get too hung up on stats um, if you're peak times are different to ours it could be they're different to ours because you have a different following and they have their behavior is different um then it's all worth checking out the insights to see what um the best time to post for you it might be slightly different but again don't overthink it but we do know that it what makes sense is that your 
your posts will fly at times when your followers are online it's and, yeah. and for us it's the evening and I think for most people it'll be the same as well I haven't looked at anyone else's but that's I'd say true. that's probably the in case our, in, our, in our sector yeah. I think so I think really to sum up um, I think it's really difficult at the moment because the algorithm is a bit skewed and it's difficult um, even sometimes you can put your best possible content out there and you, it won't get the response that you hope but I think you know times are changing all the time Instagram are making lots of moves towards making it better so really I think as long as you stick to the four points that we say then you give your post your post the best possible chance and it may be that it it doesn't you know it may be that it bombs I put posts on all the time and then I look at my stats and only one percent of people outside of my own follower network have seen it even though I've done my best but I know that I can put another one on the next day and it might fly so the thing to do is just be consistent um keep posting um take a good picture um do a good caption use 30 hashtags and post at the right time just stick to those things and eventually um it will it's worked for dni um i know things are changing but it's worth just sticking to those points and being consistent and it might work and it might not work but if you keep being consistent eventually it will reap the reward i think i agree with you absolutely and i'm back to it back to when we were first posting in the early days when we hadn't got many followers I actually, in lots of ways, enjoyed that more. So mm. my posts weren't necessarily flying, but the engagement I had in those early days of people, it was really fun. I really enjoyed yeah, it. Totally. And, I think, and yeah. that's what it should be about. It's not about, I mean, growing your account, if you're, especially if you're a small brand, is really important. But, you know, again, I keep saying social media, it's about socialing. Social, socialing. Socialing isn't even a word. I'm just making up words. <laughs> well, it's a good word. I it's about being social um, and engaging. Yeah. Um, so, again, once you've done all these four things, you need to engage mm. on your post. That is the But that's another the, topic. I that's think. a different topic, which yeah. we will talk about another time. Yeah. But, yes, it is hard. Sometimes it's a bit demoralising when you're not getting the feedback on your post that you'd hoped. But go by those four rules. Keep being persistent. And just remember that it's for fun, right? It's a social media and it should be fun meeting people and engaging with people. And also, really important, they follow you because they like you. So keep to those facts and you can't go wrong. I agree, absolutely. And I think you should enjoy it. That's the main thing is enjoy it. I know it's not easy to enjoy sometimes when you're not getting the feedback you hope for. But as Lisa says, just keep going, keep engaging make friends on there we've made some real you know real friends on there through our early days of socializing on instagram that might sound a bit sad that's probably the word i was looking for earlier socializing were you yeah. <laughs> but um that, that, that's the key thing in the earlier days when you're totally. trying to build your account cool any more tips lisa um, no that is me done yeah okay. until next time until day. next time so we like we're back to make an absolutely perfect 20 minute podcast so if you talk a bit longer <laughs> Like another 30 seconds it might be We're more there. professional so next time we're hoping to talk to wendy from home place online home place and she's going to tell us all about how she runs her business with two small children all about her background where she's taking her business and there should be lots of good tips for other women or men in the same situation who are trying to build a brand on instagram so until Perfect. next time until then thank you so much for, much for listening okay bye bye if you like our podcast, please like and subscribe and we'd really appreciate it if you left your feedback. Thank you.